You're listening to the Greek's Gridiron, live with Ethan Haristadoulou. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to more of the Greek's Gridiron. I'm Ethan Haristadoulou, and today, as we do every Tuesday, we're going through our power rankings, ranking all 32 teams from worst to first, giving my thoughts on the playoff picture and recapping some of what happened this past week in week number well, in what was week number 14, and now as we approach week number 15. We got just four weeks left of the season, and with that in mind, my question of the day for you guys, the AFC, who do you think is coming away with that coveted number one seed and first round bye? The reason I ask this question is because right now we got two teams at 10-3 and in the Bills and the Chiefs, with the Bills having that head-to-head win over the Chiefs right now in the number one spot currently, and then you have a team like the Bengals, 9-4, and four, not in the lead of their division, at least for the moment, because they have a loss to the Ravens, but an opportunity to steal their division with a win over the Ravens in the final week of the season, but also with an opportunity to knock off the Bills coming up later in the season as well. The AFC number one spot, I would say, is really up in the air. You have some really good teams that are really hot right now, some teams dealing with some injuries in some weird places, or teams just, you know, in a shaky spot. A la like the Dolphins dropping a game to the Chargers this week. There's a lot going on in the AFC, but I'd love to hear who you guys think comes away with that number one seed in the AFC. So comment down below and let me know. But without further ado, let's dive into these rankings here. We'll start with the bottom four teams. And we're looking at the Texans at 32, the Broncos at 31, the Colts at 30, and the Bears at 29. So Texans, despite their fight against the Cowboys, I'm keeping them at 32, partially because of their record and also because while I want to give credit where it's due for the Texans playing that game so tight in the Texas, you know, the Texas Bowl or whatever you want to call it between them and the Cowboys, this feels like a game that the Cowboys might have overlooked a little bit and just kind of came in a little bit lackadaisically so hats off to the Texans you played an awesome game against the Cowboys but where you stand right now I still keep them at the bottom Broncos are still sitting at number 31 despite having a a closer than anticipated game I would say against the Chiefs they had a little bit of a comeback thing going on there but ultimately they took the loss and I just with what happened to Russell Wilson I don't know if you guys saw that egg on his head I just don't nothing is going to really change with Denver the rest of this year. They're 3-10. and 10. This has kind of been a disaster of a season for them, all things considered, and how much they've kind of gone all in around Russell Wilson and everything. So I'm going to keep them at 31. The Colts slipped down to number 30 here. And again, another team that's just not in the right place right now. They're like this close to being eliminated from the playoffs. They're mathematically speaking still in it, but a team that I just don't really think is going to find much success the remainder of this year as they kind of just roll their way into the end of the season. And then the Bears at number 29, another team that is eliminated from the playoffs at this point, and a team that I feel like has had a lot of really close games and some opportunities to be in a little bit of a better spot and not eliminated from the playoffs right now, but a team that's kind of starting to look towards next year at this point here and is showing some promise, I will say. I'm looking forward to seeing some good development in Justin Fields going forward with a new Bears regime after last season's debacle and this year still being kind of shaky, but it's going to take a little bit of time for things to work out. But I like the future in, in Chicago for sure. It's going to take some work, but I do like the way this team is heading. 
The next four teams, I have the Raiders dropping down to number 28, the Rams at 27 with their upset victory over the Raiders. We have the Saints at 26 and then the Cardinals at 25. So the Raiders at 28, uh, you want to talk about a team that just kind of breaks my heart whenever I pick them to win. Uh, this is more so like a, a hurt thing more than anything because I had the Raiders winning and they just dropped that game against Baker Mayfield who literally had, what, 36 hours maybe to prepare himself. People say 48, but like 36 when you encounter like he probably slept for like six to eight hours at some point during that time span as well a couple of times so not a ton of time for him to really prepare for this game with a new team he got the win and that leads me to why the Rams are at 27 they kind of jump over the Raiders here with that big upset victory for as rough of a season as the Rams have had they have not had it quite as rough as the Raiders I guess you could say the Saints at 26 they didn't play this week so they get to slide up because of some teams sliding below them but they're another one of those bottom teams in the league right now and it's really unfortunate because I had some high hopes for them going into the season and then the Cardinals at 25 they drop a few spots here with their loss against the Patriots um Kyler Murray's injury does not look good I'm not really thinking to... heart goes out to him man tough stuff and for all the flack he's caught this year did not deserve that I don't really think there's a positive outcome with that, though. It just, it, from the sounds of it, he was very upset going into the locker room and, you know, wishing him the best, hope, hoping for not the worst, but I'm kind of expecting it just based off his reaction and the way people were kind of reacting to it that kind of have like a little bit of a heartbeat or have like their finger on the heartbeat of the Cardinals. Next four teams, we're looking at the Falcons at 24, the Browns at 23, the Steelers at 22, and the Panthers at 21. So the Falcons, again, didn't play this week. Desmond Ritter is going to be starting up this coming week for them, so I'm excited to see how that works out for him the last four weeks of the season, get some playing time in as the number one guy, and really kind of see what this guy is going to bring to the table for this team. The Browns at number 23 take a tough loss to the Bengals. You know, they... This offense has not really looked great with Deshaun Watson yet. It's definitely going to take some time to knock some rust off. Hopefully, for the Browns' sake, all this works out. But first two weeks of Deshaun Watson as QB1 has not really looked too great offensively. Running game still great. Defense is like rocky because it's. It, I feel like at this point in the season, it's hard to be great when a lot's kind of gone wrong for you this season on the other side of the ball. Steelers at 22, a little bit disappointed in them, I will say, especially because you're not facing Lamar Jackson during that game as well. You should come away with the victory in that situation, but struggling offensively is, you know, the defense looked solid. They did a good job, all things considered, but I just a little bit disappointed with the Steelers offense. I really thought they could have came with a victory this week. I had a really bad week of picks, and we'll get into that on Thursday, but a really bad week of picks, and the Steelers are one of those teams that broke my heart. I really thought they would be able to get a win with without a Lamar Jackson staring them down on the other side of the football there. And the Panthers at number 21, hats off to them. I mean, you want to talk about a team that is kind of winning games in ways that you're not expecting them to. And then head coach Steve Wilkes got kind of going off on the franchise for tanking, but them winning despite that. I mean, hats off to the Panthers for being where they are. They're doing an excellent job. They got a big win over the Seahawks. And I don't know where this Panthers team is going to end up because they are they're in theory in the running for potentially winning the NFC South. That division is kind of a disaster right now. And with the, with the Buccaneers losing the way they did this week, the Panthers oddly enough despite what looked like tanking earlier in the year are kind of in it the Jaguars are sitting at number 20 for me the Buccaneers are at number 19 the Packers at 18 and the Seahawks at number 17 the Jaguars this is a weird team that seems to be winning games that they're not supposed to be and then losing games that they, I guess they're supposed to be. It's it's odd. I don't really know what to make of this team but they're showing some signs of life and some signs of improvement here late in the season. 
it's very clear that Doug Peterson is the right guy for this team moving forward. I'm really excited to see what he does with the Jaguars going forward. I know that this season, you know, you had a lot of high hopes because it's not Urban Meyer, but you're already looking far better and far more competent. And Trevor Lawrence had a really good game this week. I'm excited to see this team going forward. Not their year, obviously, but, you know, there is a possibility. If the Titans keep slipping... The Jaguars are the only other team I could really look at in the AFC South as a threat to win that division. Obviously, the Titans would have to really go on a string of losses for them to potentially, you know, upset and win the AFC South. I'm still erring on the side of it's the Titans division, but just keep an eye on the Jaguars right now because if they get hot at the right time these last few weeks, you know, crazier things have happened. Buccaneers at number 19, and for as surprising as the win might have seemed for the 49ers to come out on top over the Buccaneers, because I know I know they were favorites. I picked them to win. I expected them to win, mainly because just the offensive line is kind of destroyed right now, and the 49ers defense is playing on a complete other level. So I'm really not surprised at the end result of the offense's inability to move against the 49ers defense. They've got a lot to figure out these last few weeks if they don't want to end up missing the playoffs. And, you know, Brady's keeping all options on the table right now for what he's doing next year. I I definitely do not think he's going back to Tampa Bay. He's probably going to be somewhere else if he really wants to keep playing. But this has been kind of a, a really rough end to what started off as a fantastic beginning in Tampa Bay for Tom Brady. Hopefully they can seal up the division at some point in these next few weeks. They are still in the lead, but... It's this is I did not expect Tom Brady and the Buccaneers to be duking it out with like the Panthers and the Falcons to win the NFC South this year. Not at all. Packers are at number 18. Didn't play this week, uh, but they do slide up because of some teams sliding down just because I think that the offense might be starting to find a rhythm here. Uh, Really excited for Christian Watson. And, you know, you still have Aaron Rodgers. It has not been the best season. I know his thumb is really messed up right now, but he's still Aaron Rodgers. You still have a pretty solid defense. And at this point, it seems like their offense may be starting to figure some things out. We'll see how these last few weeks fare for them. But I'm feeling slightly hopeful for the Packers right now. They might be a little bit higher than they should be, but feeling slightly hopeful for them. Seahawks are at number 17. You take a loss this week, and then I just this was not a game I expected them to lose. Like I said, the Panthers are kind of doing some crazy stuff right now. And the Panthers are, not the Panthers, excuse me, the Seahawks are just on a really ugly slide right now. I don't know what happened. Their defense was playing really well, and now they're just starting to kind of roll over and let people have their way with them. And they're trending in the wrong direction at the absolute wrong time. This is where you want to be playing some of your best football and pushing your way towards the playoffs. And now the Seahawks are in a spot where they might end up missing the playoffs at this point. And you got like the Lions right behind you, breathing down your neck to take a, a, a shot at that number seven seed. So let's hope that the Seahawks get it together. But at one point I had this team in the top 10 and they're starting to look more and more like a bottom half of the league team with me having them at number 17. Next four, we're looking at the Lions at number 16, the Jets at 15, the Patriots at 14, and the Titans at number 13. So the Lions catapulting themselves into the top half of the league. I know that they're not in like playoff position and as good of a playoff position as the Seahawks right now, but this Lions team is hot. The offense is unbelievable, and the defense feels like it might be starting to catch fire as well. It's it, it, They're like the complete opposite of the Seahawks right now. The Seahawks offense is getting a little bit sloppy. Defense is starting to let people bulldoze over them whereas the lions are just really starting to find some fire here they get a massive victory over the vikings this week and all signs are pointing to a possibility where the lions sneak into the playoffs and that would just be absolute insanity and would be very much the 2022 nfl season 
Jets are at number 15. They take another loss to the Bills this week, uh, this past week. And um, what can I say? I mean, it's it seems like we might be seeing Zach Wilson again. Mike White, obviously, pl- gutting it out and playing through that game. He was hurt all game long, essentially. He got hurt very early into the game and, and even said himself, you'd have to peel me off that field to get me off that field. And uh, listen... This is a, this is a weird situation because there's players being caught saying, you know, that Mike White is my quarterback and, and yada, yada, yada. There, something's going to have to be done this offseason. I don't know what's going to happen with Zach Wilson over there in New York, but it feels like there is a possibility that the Jets might have to move on from Zach Wilson and that some of the players in that locker room do not like him. I don't know where they're going to go from here, but there's some drama brewing over there in New York. They're still in the running for a playoff spot. They're not in the playoffs right now, but it feels like this team, again, with such a great defense too, kind of heading in the wrong direction. There's so much talent, but some dysfunction going on over there in New York. Patriots are at number 14 after their big win over the Cardinals last night. One that I would say was arguably a very important victory for them. One that kept them in the playoffs. They're now in the number seven spot of the AFC seeding. And one that they, I I don't know if I would have called it a must win, but one that was very important for the sake of the season. And here we are, you're the number seven seed in the AFC. And you're sitting at number 14. I don't really know what to make of this team. You take advantage of a team that loses their starting quarterback. And at this point, Offense looked solid at best, solid. Defense did its thing, you know, looked really good, six sacks. But um, you you are, again, they are the the pinnacle of like number 14 for me right now. They are the number seven seed in the AFC, and they are the 14th best team in the league, I would say, at this point in time. And then the Titans at number 13. um, I'm a little bit worried about them. I really am. They are not trending in the right direction right now. Injuries are getting to them, but also just not great play offensively. I... There was a point in the season where I was sitting here spouting off about how Mike Vrabel should be coach of the year because he does so much and gets so much out of his guys. And I still really think highly of Mike Vrabel, but it feels like the wheels might be falling off the wagon a little bit here. I still think they can lock up the AFC South, but at this point in time right now, a little bit worried about the team and just kind of the trend that they're setting right now for their team. We'll see where they wind up. I do expect them to be in the playoffs and probably end up being the number four seed. I don't know that the Jaguars can catch them here, but... um, uh, just a really rocky kind of point in the season for them right now. You just got to string some wins together. Hell, limp your way into the playoffs if you have to. But the Jaguars are sitting right there, and a big victory by them and an upset victory over them it does not help your case. Giants are currently sitting at number 12. I have the Chargers at number 11. Washington Commanders sitting at number 10, and then the Dolphins at number 9. So, Giants, sitting at number 12, tough loss this week, but one that I kind of expected. You, you get a little bit blown out of the water, and arguably this team should probably be a little bit lower because you did not really put up much of a fight against the Eagles. However, they are still 7-5-1. and one. They're still in the playoffs. There's a piece of me that is still slightly holding on to what they did in the earlier parts of the season, but I should probably start to let that go because this is a team that I asked a few weeks ago, you know, who's your playoff pretenders and contenders, and a lot of people started spouting off on the Giants, and in the back of my mind, I was kind of feeling the same way, and they were actually partially why I spawned that question because I wanted to see what some people had to say, and the Giants got brought up a decent amount. 
I'm starting to get worried about the Giants, and this almost feels like a team that might find its way out of the playoffs in this back half of the, or in the final quarter of the season, I should say. So keep an eye on the Giants. Not trending another again, another team not trending in the right direction. I'm still hanging on to some hope for them. They're really battered and injured right now, but if they can get some guys back, maybe they win a few games here to finish off the season and just hang on to like at the very least the number seven seed. Chargers are at number 11, and I know they're not in the playoffs right now behind both the Titans and the Patriots, but for me, my thought process on this is that the Chargers are playing some solid football right now. Yeah, they dropped some games here and there, but in terms of just getting it done against some really good teams, an example, the Dolphins this week, I feel like they have a better shot to make the playoffs than the Patriots do right now. Like I said, the Patriots had to win this game this week to keep themselves in the playoff hunt, and they have the tiebreaker over the Chargers in terms of conference play. But I feel like in terms of talent, I almost like the Chargers a little bit more. Do I think ultimately this is where they end up by the end of the season? Probably not. I could see the Chargers slipping and the Patriots leapfrogging them and the Titans maybe as well. But as of right now, I feel like the Chargers have an easier path of success to make their way into the playoffs. And I could see the Patriots dropping another game or two going forward. So there is a, I have a feeling right now that may, I'm kind of looking a little bit forward with this ranking here. You could argue the Chargers might need to be a little bit lower, but I like them at number 11 right now. Commanders set at number 10. They didn't play this week. They did not move this week. I have them where I have them. I'm going to keep them where they are. I'm satisfied with where they're at. Dolphins dropping a spot here. Uh, very shocking loss, I would say, to the Chargers. I thought they would come away with a victory. Like I said, a really bad week of picks for me. But overall, I still think they have one of the most talented offenses in the league. Uh, they took a few hits and injuries during that game against the Chargers. We'll see how Jeff Wilson is going forward. I think he was a really like a low-key big piece to the running game for them. But you still have one of the best duos of wide receivers in the NFL. Tua has been great. He's had some shaky games the last few weeks, though. We'll see if he can kind of bounce back from that. But I still believe in this Dolphins team. They're eight and four. They're right in the thick of the playoffs. I don't really expect them to miss the playoffs, despite you know the recent, the last couple of weeks for them. But they need to right the ship right now and kind of get back into the right direction because a couple of really tough losses strung together can lead to a spiral spiraling downturn at the end of the season. You want to avoid that. But I do still like the Dolphins. I, they, again, there's so much talent on the team. They started out so hot, and it would be crazy to see that fire just be like doused out completely at this point in the season. Next four teams, we have the Vikings at number eight, the Ravens at seven, 49ers at six, and the Chiefs at number five. So the Vikings, I dropped them four spots from last week. You take a really bad loss to a division rival in the Detroit Lions. And again, another game I picked wrong. And, you know, there's one thing that I, I always stand by, and it's it's that it's so hard to win twice against a team in the NFL and I like for some reason just did not that this is one of those games where I should have processed that a little bit better because the Lions played them really close the last time they played and I'm not really too surprised at the end result this time around the, there is an argument to be had that this is one of the weirder 10 and 3 teams I've ever seen in the NFL with the Vikings their defense is just not it at all the secondary is struggling and people can say you know look at their streak of of games you know they won like what was it, eight or nine of them by like one possession and they were winning all the tight games. Yeah, you were getting those turnovers that you needed when it mattered most, but when they're not getting those turnovers, 
That defense does not look good. I love the offense, and they even kind of struggled this week as well. But the defense, man, it's the passing defense. I cannot get away from that fact, and I'm starting to get a little bit worried about this Vikings team where it feels like this might end up being like a one-and-done team in the playoffs strictly because they just can't stop a nosebleed through the air. Hopefully the Vikings can figure it out, but this has been a problem now for the last like three seasons with the Vikings, and they have to sort that out at some point. The Ravens are at number seven, improbable victory on their part. They are the number three seed in the NFL right now, or in the AFC, excuse me, and hats off to them for the victory they had. With the cards stacked against you, Tyler Huntley going down, I mean, this has been one of the more wild teams to, to, to be where they are, all things considered with injuries and what have you. I cannot believe they are where they are. They have a few tough games coming up for them. Bengals are one of those teams that are waiting for them towards the end or at the very end of the season. Excuse me. I think they're playing week 18. So with that in mind, I'll keep them where I have them right now. But this one feels like one that might get a little bit lost depending on how Lamar Jackson, how long Lamar Jackson's recovery actually takes. 49ers are at number six. And I've got to say, you know, for a team that I kind of doubted for a, a strong portion of the season, Brock Purdy feels like a legit answer for this team. He has played through two games now, essentially, and he has looked rock solid. Good decision-making, isn't really risking the football too much. He had that one crazy interception of Xavier Howard that, you know, I really don't think he should have contested that throw. But that pass aside, he has been rock solid. I, I know I've seen what Jimmy Garoppolo is as a quarterback. I live in New England, so I saw him well before he was on the 49ers, and I followed him, obviously, while he's been on the 49ers. And I, I know what happens with him when it's gut check time, and so that was kind of what was holding me back with them. With Brock Purdy, he's a bit of an unknown, so it was an exciting thing to see because you never know. It, it could obviously be an abject failure. It could be somewhere in the middle, or it could be something of a success. And right now, it is far more closer to a success than anything else. If he can just continue to play steady football, there's so much talent around him to get it done. This is a threatening 49ers team. You need to play good, solid, clean, turnover-free football on offense and just let your defense go to pound town because they are ripping through offenses right now. Chiefs at number five, they pick up a win, a game that was probably a little bit closer than you wanted to see against the Denver Broncos. They started out really hot, and I think they just kind of let their foot up on the gas a little bit, and that's kind of where it was. I think they just kind of got comfortable. I'm not really too worried about how close the game was. It felt more like, a, you know, we're feeling safe, and then the Broncos kind of made a little bit of comeback thing, but ultimately, you know, it, and it, it got close because Patrick Mahomes had a couple of interceptions. I feel like he's getting a little too comfortable sometimes these last few weeks with the ball, so... Protect the football a little bit more, Mahomes, because when you're playing a better team, than and Denver has a really good defense, so you can't really play too comfortable with them. Their offense just kind of sucks. But um, ultimately, this is a really good team. Just protect the football a little bit better. I'm a little bit worried about some of the turnovers we've been seeing from Patrick Mahomes lately, but ultimately, I mean, the Chiefs are the Chiefs right now. They're the number two seed in the AFC, and I'm not really too worried about some of the issues that have popped up because they typically mask them with a W at the end of the day. 
And then for my top four teams, I have the Bills at number four, the Cowboys at three, the Bengals at two, and then the Eagles at one. The Bills, the number one seed in the AFC right now, but not my number one team in terms of AFC teams in my power rankings. I really like the Bills. I think that they're one of the more complete teams in the NFL right now. They have been dealing with some injuries here and there. Obviously, the loss of Von Miller was tough. They got a good victory over their division rival Jets this week, and I really like them. They are, I would say, probably the second hottest team right now in the AFC. Obviously, if you look at my power rankings here. Cowboys at number three. Uh, Again, I'm not too, too worried about that near loss to the Texans. You get the W. That's what matters at the end of the day. You go on a really good drive to pick up the victory at the end there. This felt more like they were just kind of looking past the Texans and got caught, almost got caught slipping. But ultimately, they got the win when they needed to. And they looked like the pure, they, they looked like the better team by the time the game ended. Just don't overlook those lesser opponents, especially not the Texans. I don't know what it is about the Texans. They're my 32nd team in the league, but they love to play teams that look past them way too close. That has been their MO for a while now, too. This and I, and this is I'm somebody who grew up rooting for the Colts, so I know far and away the Texans are one of those teams that just love playing teams that look past them closely. So. Whoever's playing them next, stop doing that because you might just lose the game. Cowboys did a good job and they came with a victory, but they were this close to losing that game. Bengals are at number two, and I think they're the hottest team in the AFC right now. Joe Burrow is playing really well. They're dealing with injuries, but still offensively moving the football very effectively. I really like the direction the Bengals are heading right now, and they're on a collision course, I would say, at this moment to take the number one seed, or not the number one seed, excuse me, the, well, the number one spot in the NFC or AFC North. Wow, it's a jumble of word vomit right there. Steal the number one spot in the AFC North from the Baltimore Ravens. They do also play the Bills in a couple of weeks as well. This is do or die for the Bengals right here. If you can seal victories over the Bills and over the Ravens, you have a very good opportunity to steal away that number one seed because you already have a victory over the Chiefs. This will be the do or die spot for the Bengals. Their defense is playing really well. Their offense is overcoming. It's like they're dealing with injuries. T. Higgins just got hurt this week and Jamar Chase was gone for a while. Tyler Boyd even got, you know, was dealing with something as well, but they're still like some of their guys, like no name players are making big plays and Joe Burrow is playing some really, really good football right now. I like the Bengals and I think they have a very, very clear path, a difficult one, but a clear path to wind up being the number one seed in the AFC right now. I might have them a little high and maybe I'm kind of like foreshadowing where I think they'll end up being, but this is just kind of my gut feeling on the Bengals right now. And then at number one, the Eagles, it kind of goes without saying they're the best team in the league right now. One loss and they're just kind of rolling through towards the playoffs at this point. I kind of feel like they're going to lock up the NFC's number one seed. I have a hard time, you know, they're two games up by the team behind them or against the teams behind them. So, you know, I'm just feeling really good about the Eagles right now. And they've been my number one team for, it feels like at least half the season at this point, I had them slip a little bit after they lost to the commanders, but it turns out the commanders are probably just better than what we all realized. And they're, they are my number one team. And I think that they've been the number one team for a large majority of the season. They can get it done in so many different ways. The defense will swallow you up in each your offense hole. It's, it's, it's a fun thing to watch. It's a really fun thing to watch because I don't think people expected the Eagles to be this good. I felt like they were trending in the right direction after last season, and they made some good additions through the draft and through free agency, obviously the trade for A.J. Brown, and it's all come to fruition this year, I think a little bit faster than some people realize, but it's been very fun to watch.
That's all my power rankings for this week. I would love to hear what you guys think in the comment section down below. Let me know what I'm getting right, what I'm getting wrong. Make sure you hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, support the channel. And then again, that question of the day. Who do you think winds up the number one seed in the AFC? The Bengals have a clear yet difficult path to it. You have the Bills already sitting at the number one spot. The Chiefs right there nipping at the Bills heels, trying to keep the Bengals behind them. This is a fun race to watch in the AFC. So I'd love to hear what you guys think about that. But that's it for me. Appreciate you all as always. I'll see you all next time. Have a good one.